0: Welcome to The Good Work, a podcast and video series that follows The Event Company, an event design company that specializes in corporate, nonprofit, and social events. Our passion lies in creating one-of-a-kind events that share the good work of organizations we are fortunate to collaborate with. Tune in for conversations with leaders of these great groups, our best advice for your next event, and some behind-the-scenes moments. Now let us show you The Good Work. At the event company, we build dreams every day, but we have a talented group of professionals that help us make those dreams happen. Today, you'll be introduced to Chris Hintz, founder of Pinnacle Productions. Chris and Addie will discuss the importance of AV at events, collaborations that take them across the country, and some of the highlights from our events together. Please welcome to today's podcast, Chris Hintz. Welcome back, everybody, to today's vodcast. We have Chris Hints of Pinnacle Productions here. Welcome. Hey,
1: how are you, Eddie?
0: Hey. <laughs> that hey. sounded real official. Hey.
1: Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. I know. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Gosh, we have known, we were just talking before we started filming, that we've known each other for four years, this month, actually. Yep. And it's crazy. We're trying to remember our first event together, but we really cannot remember.
1: I can't at all. There have been so we many of We actually looked through the calendars, like you said, just to figure out exactly. It's nuts. <laughs> you know how we first started like collaborating so
0: so we've been um doing stuff together for four years now but you've you've had pinnacle productions for 16 yeah
1: yeah i we kind of found it in 2002 but i I don't really count that first year because there was really nothing it was more like conceptual of what we wanted to do like what does that mean i don't know what that means well we did our first my first wedding we did and that was the first event that pinnacle ever did really and then the year one, so it had been like 2002, and then in 2003, we did like two or three mainly uh, charitable events, you okay. know, where they were looking for someone to play music for exposure and such. And and so that first year, we really didn't do anything paid, but we had our first like official contract signed in uh, 2004 up in Madison. So crazy. that's why I say it's like, you know, almost 15 years. That's so, nuts.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine, I mean, would you ever imagine like where you are today? No. with events and all the production side. No. Uh, and we're going to get a little bit more into today about all the stuff that Pinnacle Productions does, because it's not just DJing, right? No. But that's how it started.
1: That's exactly how it started.
0: Um, so walk us through like what's taken place over the last 15 years and how you got your name.
1: Well, naming is, is funny. I mean, I've seen multiple threads about how you pick a name. Yeah. Is a name important? And and I believe that a name is extremely important. Yeah. And I think it has to resonate with a lot of people. It can't be just something that's clicky or fashionable now or trend setting right now, because if you're going to have something long term, like there has to be something more than... Substantial. You know, yeah.
0: And it needs to roll off the tongue. I always think like... And nothing against those cheeky names out there. But when I right. don't know what you're, what you do, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it creates conversation, which is awesome, but sometimes it's confusing to people as well. But yeah,
1: it has to be instantly recognizable, I think. yeah. So for us, when we were looking at names, like there were multiple names that we looked at and, you know, I kept coming back to like Apex or Pinnacle because oh, it meant yeah. to be the top, you know, and it's very, you know, it's probably a little arrogant to come out with a new company and say pinnacle productions because
0: because you've done two events
1: yeah (laughs) and they're both charity you know so um but for us it was like long term like if if you know me or you know my business partner you know neither one of us are really comfortable celebrating average like we want to push and do more and and when i was in sales my goal was to be the number one salesman every month and when I was in athletics you know my goal was to be the best volleyball player basketball or football player that you could be so like for me it was about pushing and pinnacle was supposed to be something that we did on the weekends to make money instead of going spending money because uh, my wife at the time and i were very social people we liked to go out and have fun and we wanted to make money instead of spend money so for us that was kind of our outlet and it was really fun so
0: good for you yeah and then you merged forces with this cute little dj
1: Yes. Um graphic Jeff, designer, marketing
0: yeah. guru, everything. yeah Jeff Muslar, who's yeah. not here with us today. No, but aka DJ Core.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep that in there for I him. I know. But yeah, we uh Jeff and I developed a friendship about about ten years ago. And he was playing at a at a bar down in T and one of my mutual friends. Uh so I'm like, So who's this guy? you know I say you have him a couple times. Oh, he's so great and he's so awesome. And I'm like, Cool. So Jeff has told this story a couple of times, but so I reached out to him via Facebook. I'm like, hey Jeff, my friend Mel says that you're, you know, a dope DJ. And you know, you wanna have lunch sometime.
0: Did you use that word dope? Dope? No, probably. Is that not. like a cool word still?
1: Dope. No, it's, it's <laughs> eighty. Ten, Ten years ago, Ten years ago. No, but but I heard he was an amazing DJ and uh, wanted to meet him. And so we started talking and and he has told all the people he's like who's this old white guy trying to like talk <laughs> to me so um, but we developed a really good friendship yeah and we had collaborated on a few events together and i guess the stars aligned in such a fashion that you know i knew that for me we're, i was in a transition period whether i was going to go smaller and be very very boutique mm-hmm. or whether we were going to push and and i didn't want to do the pushing alone again um i pushed for a long time mm-hmm. and we uh, did some pretty miraculous and incredible things in the first, I would say, rendition of our company in, in Pinnacle 1.0 all the way to 1.9, but it um, really changed a lot when Jeff and I, um, merging of the minds and, and our work ethic is pretty strong, and he's strong in areas I'm not, and I'm strong in areas that he's not, yeah. and so it makes a pretty good partnership. But no, I couldn't have imagined you know, 15 years ago that... This would be where we are. I knew there was potential, yeah. but I had no idea.
0: And did you guys merge together? Was, I mean, is that the right word, merging? Yeah, yeah in a sense. Mm-hmm. Similar to when we met, was that back then? It was about 2014 ish?
1: Legitimately then. Yeah. Because okay. you and I um, had uh, met for the Sparkle Bridal Tour, yeah. I believe was the first time we had kind of yeah. discussed that. And then when we met above Wiley's back at our yeah. old office, so long ago, Jeff seems- and I had like literally signed papers in June to form you know, Pinnacle Productions LLC. So, yeah. So it's legit when you came on and we had this... You know, collaboration is when Jeff and I officially made our collaboration legal.
0: And so. I had always heard of Pinnacle Productions and, you know, aligning ourselves also with the best in the business. It was something that I wanted to make sure from starting out. Sure. Um, but I'd known of CORE as well. I think everyone's like, oh, DJ CORE, you know, this yeah. celebrity DJ. And so I think, um, not that I don't say that about you. But oh, you no, know, it's different. It's like he's just this younger
1: yes <laughs> younger. by 10 years yeah
0: a <laughs> uh, guy who was doing like 1047 stuff and all these awesome parties right. and in the nightlife and all those different things so I think um it was I mean it's perfect you guys you're exactly right I think you guys balance each other out so well in that respect and even the collaborations that we've done together over the last four years have tr- truly changed uh from basic not make to say basic but kind of basic. Eleva- elevated you know yeah. in a sense to now we're doing video panels and we have this conversation just this week about these what would you call those tents that we're talking about doing some design work in those tents Yeah these
1: these clear spans Open clear yeah i yeah. mean there's
0: so many of these different things that we're working on together so it's pretty awesome to kind of see where it all goes back but you and i were talking i think the first one was the sparkle bridal tour yep or in a, in a fashion show yeah now we're doing conferences and galas and out door events and really uh there is no limit to the different things that we've done over these years
1: no we've pushed a lot of <laughs> barriers over the last few yeah. years i mean together in, in a collaborative space it's, it's do you ever get
0: sick of us though chris
1: no you have to... <laughs> we're
0: kind of we're kind of like brother and sister though i mean we do a lot of stuff outside of the workplace together right. and our families get together so it's yep. kind of fun in that respect and We've been a part of family events together, which is awesome. Different weddings on the team and your wedding. Multiple weddings, yeah. Your wedding.
1: Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, great relationships don't just like, it's not just about a business relationship. It's about like having vested interest in seeing, you know, your company thrive and grow and your people thrive and grow. And and to have that level of comfort, to Mm -hmm. know that when we are working an event together, there is like very little that the client will ever worry about and we'll advocate for them, you know, whether that puts us in a bad position with some people, Mm -hmm. so be it. But our goal is to create a great event together and the friendships that we've, you know, developed because of those, uh, events is, you have to love what you do and you yeah. have to love the people you work with. And so it doesn't feel like work.
0: It's not transactional with us at no, all. And no. it never is. Even with our events, though, you and I both have the kind of that same mindset, even with some of our clients and the events that we do. We do a lot of repeat events as yep. well, but it's that's how we do our business. We're very relational. It's not about transactions. It's not about the bottom dollar, the bottom line. It's about how to create this experience um, for our groups, our clients, and even for us, I mean, we like. I think of just recently, last month, we did Sanford Profiles events. We were together some days for twenty hours yep. a day, right? Yep. So I mean, we really have to like each other a lot if we are working together that closely.
1: And and, and we love
0: each other at the end, yeah. You know, totally. and there it's, were three events that week, so it's not just the ones. So yeah. there's multiples on top. Oh
1: man, yes. it's crazy. Yeah, and it's it's good because there's always good communication, good yeah. direction, and we. Both know, I think, that at the end of the day, we both have each other's best interest at heart. For sure. Which is what makes it work.
0: And we're really good at flying uh, by the seat of our pants, too, (laughs) when stuff does not. I mean, you literally flew. You flew. We talked about this in a recent podcast about flying underneath of the stage and Chris's great stature. <laughs> yeah, running and going. Stealth. There's yeah. nothing that we will not do for our clients.
1: No, no, there 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 really isn't and if it can happen, we're going to make it yeah. happen.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about that. What does Pinnacle Productions all do for those of you that are or those that are listening or watching? It's not just about the DJ or the lighting pieces. What all do you guys handle and take care of?
1: Well, Like you said, it used to be primarily just playing music, you know, fun music for fun people. And it's really transitioned into creating experiences. And however we're able to create that experience, whether it's through media, whether it's through video panels, whether it's through, you know, stage design, you know, our goal is to create the best events we can. And, you know, people use the word experience like it's a buzzword, but it really is everything. If people don't walk in and aren't blown away by how you produce, how you present, how are you going to... Um, create you know brand awareness, how do you create mm-hmm. an excited sales force? How do you you know get people to resonate with the cause? you mm-hmm. You have to do things that create an experience for people, and that 's something that they 're going to remember. They re- never may not remember you know exactly the verbiage that was spoken, but they remember walking into that room and being blown away and then leaving feeling energized yeah. and different.
0: It's touching all those senses, right? Like how they feel when they walk in, what are they seeing or what are they hearing? Um, all of those different sensory overloads, which is really super powerful. We both kind of play in that respect. Of- totally.
1: And for us, it's, its it started with creating an experience for whether it was when we're doing karaoke for Pete's sakes. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, 16 years ago, we we're doing a ton of that stuff, you know, yeah. and now we're not doing as much of it, but it really it's basically opportunity. You know, the opportunity was there to perform for, you know, bars and nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our job in the bar and nightclub is to sell drinks. I mean, make no different bones about it. I mean, to play music, yes, but our goal is to make sure that we're drawing in revenue for that venue because they yeah. can't afford to hire us if we're not. Yeah. And then trans- transitioning that aspect into private events. And what we've done, I think, very successfully is is created that emotional connection in the corporate world where it's typically bland and yeah. emotionless it's line item and where people and, don't
0: want to go and now they want to be a part of it right you know i think of the i'll just talk about profile just recently as mm. well that was an awesome collaboration between sanford profile or profile by sanford uh, fresh produce our teams it was a whole bunch of people to create this welcome video for attendees that came from all over the country Yep. and it wasn't just the video piece that played it was killer sound killer video panels. We had confetti cannons. There was haze. There was dry ice. There was yeah. literally everything. We had backup dancers. I mean, there were so many different pieces that made that opening um, really the best it could be.
1: I would agree. And, and it's I, not
0: just walking into a conference space,
1: right? <laughs> no, no. And and that's, I think, a pretty heavy responsibility that we have now yeah. for our clients is to create that moment where people are blown away. And then that anticipation, and this is what I love you know, about what we do. I mean, in the wedding industry, it is about creating anticipation, engagement, yeah. and authentic and organic involvement. Not forced, not the yo-yo up, yeah. you know, not that stuff. Not
0: the chicken dance every time, Oh,
1: mean. Lord. <laughs> Foghorn leghorns here. So, Girl. but regardless, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're able to take that anticipation, that engagement, that excitement, and you can put it into an, an environment where it's typically stale and bland, mm-hmm. what can we do? That's what's exciting to me.
0: So So. why is AV so important at events? I want to hear more from you because we've done, I've done a lot of events where you're just walking, walk in and plug away, right? Right. Where you're using nothing against um, sound or audio that's already in the venues itself because some of them are incredible and they're fabulous. Totally. But some spaces you get in and there is one mic and one little speaker. Correct. Right? So why is audio so important? Let's just talk about the audio and the visual pieces of it, screens, all those. Like why? Why do you think... Because it's an investment.
1: It is an investment. But
0: it is about the experience and how you're feeling and right. how, how to push the envelope for them and how mm-hmm. to make it memorable. But why?
1: Well, first of all, I think the number one thing that we do is we connect people with your voice. So having the ability to be intelligibly heard in a cavernous environment or in a very cozy boardroom, those are paramount things. Like mm-hmm. They have to connect to your message. They have to connect to your vision. They have to connect to your cause. That's super important. And whether you're using hotel ballroom equipment or whether you're using one of our um, talented audio engineers to help with that, mm-hmm. um, the goal is to create the best, <sighs> the best capturing of that message. And audio is mm-hmm. number one, period. Yeah. Yeah. And video and all of these other elements, they're meant to reinforce and provide vantage points. So for me, I think AV is one of the most important things that you can do. And I, I find it not funny, but concerning that people would are more than willing to spend $20 a plate three times a day for their staff, but they don't want to invest that same amount of money into making sure that they communicate mm-hmm. well with their staff.
0: Aren't you more, um, I think... You you realize it when you go to other events that aren't produced by you. For us anyway, we notice that where the different the sound is not the way it should be, sure. or the screens are flickering, or it's too difficult to see different things. You can't hear, you can't see, the food is not prepared the way it should be, the flow right. is not well. Right. Don't you are you aren't you more critical of that? I think when we you're, all are. Yeah. It's
1: <laughs> it's it's, I, it's I look part of the it, business. It, it is, but it, it doesn't it's not just in our discipline. Yeah. When you buy a new car, suddenly you see in that same car yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah, so exactly, yeah. it's very similar. So yeah. But if you care about what you do, you, you're going to pay attention and you're going yeah. to try to find ways that you can improve upon that or make sure that it doesn't happen. And in the AV world, you know, 90% of the people that we work with either have had poor experiences, which is mm-hmm. why they're looking for you, or mm-hmm. have zero experience of producing an event. Yeah. So our goal is to walk in as the expert and try to give them and guide them as best we can, mm-hmm. provide exceptional value and build a long-term relationship. It's not just to take their money once yeah.
0: and then never work right. with them
1: again. Yeah. It's to you know be on their side, to advocate for them, to understand where they're coming from, to work within some very tight budget constraints sometimes, Mm -hmm. but to make that event so great that at the end of the day, they can't imagine not working with you.
0: Yeah. And you're not just doing these locally either. You're doing them all over the country. Right. Talk to us a little bit about some of those fun events, because you guys are literally everywhere. Hanging with Snoop Dogg, on the golf course with tequila, with Casamigos and all these different things. Talk to us about what that looks like.
1: Well they are also long days so (laughs) there are multiple times where like the julius irving golf classic we we just got back from our third or fourth um edition of that and last year i was on that event and and i can recall that that sunday monday flip that was like 48 hours of being awake straight and it looks amazing on instagram and on facebook but those are long days and that's what you have to do to pull these off because you're working with extremely tight tight timelines and you're working with some celebrity that is used to having what they want yeah so our job is just to deliver upon that and hopefully create an environment that you know is noticed outside of just our own little 605 area code which is still the best place to live but hashtag um, 605 yeah right (laughs) but um some of those have been really really great we've worked in in Los Angeles and in Las Vegas on multiple events. Um, Jeff, obviously DJ Core, is, is tour managed now, and he's been bringing back some of that expertise of how to run a successful tour and how yeah. to call a show. Um, he's being hired to do some stuff with Metro PCS, uh, so he's so had awesome. multiple opportunities now to work in in multiple mm-hmm. markets, and then he's able to bring that skill set back home to us to be able to really enhance our brand and mm-hmm. help um, put us on a. Hopefully, a national map.
0: What's been the strangest request at any event that you've gotten? And I don't. You don't need to call out the event. Sure. But the strangest request.
1: Well, that's a good question. That's a hard one, huh? That's a really tough one. The strangest one. Um,
0: anything weird with lighting or monograms? Or- oh, we did
1: have um, a client request <laughs> that we on a marina. Okay, haze the whole marina, and then use a laser writer to like you know, the... Boat design or blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's like, that's Interesting. not easy to That's like almost impossible to do. Wow. Because you're talking about haze over yeah, and yeah, yeah. lake yeah. for Pete's sakes. But
0: you'll try anything, right? You'll figure it out. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> you just can't promise the results.
0: <laughs> we're talking, we have a client right now who said, We want you to dream big and think outside of the box. Right. Like Chris and I were just talking before we started here. And it's fun to be able to do those events and try to think big and dream big. Uh, obviously, sometimes there's budget constraints. Oh. We understand that. Most. But yeah. we love these events where we're there there are no budgets and you just say, figure it out. And sometimes we collaborate. <laughs> we collaborate. It's the coolest thing ever.
1: I think it's it's good to push those boundaries yeah. and to dream that way. It's what makes us all push, stretch. and That creative and, energy. Yeah. Continue to go. be creative instead of putting up the same two screens with some P&D. Yeah. And-
0: but then the hard part, I think on our team, we talk about this a lot is What's next, right? Like you are pushing the envelope and you're pushing and pushing. Like how far do you push, right, before it just becomes basic? Like AL, like the video panels, for example. Right. Or like how – you know, that's the hard part I think in our industry is how far do you go with them, right, before it becomes just mm, – it's just a video panel, which well, is not, right? right well, it's not. right,
1: not yet. Yeah. But that will come. Yeah. And then there will be something else. Yeah. And whether it's, you know – Stage set designs. If we knew exactly what we're going to have like 15 years from now, like I look back 15 years ago and like, look at what we're doing now. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Well, how much money we could have spent on light bulbs. (laughs) I mean, back in the day when we're buying all that stuff. And, you know, I think now our focus is to invest wisely and to be able to get great return on the investment, not just for us, but for our clients and create the best events we possibly can by Mm -hmm. working with you know, fabulous event planners and, oh, thanks. but honestly, fabulous brands and companies yeah. and, and organizations and people, because no organization is anything without yeah. its people. So it's about connecting that message and, and using whatever technological advances we can mm-hmm. to help people connect to that love of a brand or love of a cause or love of a person.
0: What do you think's been your most fun event with our team? This is really putting you on the spot.
1: I really, really like doing the profile event. Yeah. Because it was a lot of fun. for us that was a lot of like firsts. Yeah. There's a lot to, of elements though. It was huge. It was a lot of moving yeah. pieces and but it was great because mm-hmm. there was this excitement about this project mm-hmm. that you had mentioned before with our collaboration, obviously with you know our two companies, but with Fresh Produce mm-hmm. as well. And then being asked to be an extra, you know, in that yeah. first portion yeah. and then coming back and doing the voiceover stuff. Yeah, you're it super was,
0: famous right now.
1: It was super, <laughs> well, I'm not sure I was super famous, but put a cape on me maybe. Um, but it was really an exciting collaboration. And yeah. then the other thing that I, you know, truly feel honored and blessed to be able to be a part of was the Legacy event. Yeah, for the you know, University of South Dakota. Oh, what he yeah. has done for that university yeah. is...
0: It's so admirable, and I always say, I mean, I'm an alum, so I, I mean, I think I have a little bit more passion for sure. the university, um, but to be a part of that and to see and to feel the passion mm-hmm. uh, from the audience, and it was exuded through all the vendors that were a part of the event, is truly unlike anything that we've ever been a part of, and um, working with partners like that it comes along I don't know. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to be able to see that. And we view all of our clients in that respect as partners. But that event was, I mean, you don't put 21 years into a university and throw a little party in a ballroom.
1: Well, and think of the other transitions that he's had. Yeah. It wasn't just celebrating what he did at USD, but his legacy of his life and, you know, everything he's done for the state and
0: the country. And it was pretty awesome to see everybody come together. But
1: it was. It was more than just an event yeah and i think we all took it that way too but that doesn't mean that other events and you kind of alluded that yeah. don't have that same level no. of, of satisfaction because every event has a great level yeah. of satisfaction when it's completed especially when you're getting you know, emails a couple of days later. Oh my God, thanks so much yeah. for and, and you.
0: We're helping to fulfill their dreams. You know, I mean, truly, that's what we're doing. And it's everybody has a different vision. They may want a dinner party for ten people at their home. You know, they may want a thousand people at the event. Right. It may be a festival of twenty seven thousand people. I mean, we are there to help build those dreams and fulfill them. That's Agreed. our goal.
1: Yep, that's a- our And goal. I think with what we've done too is. Not everyone knows exactly what they want, and I think yeah. that's something we've found out very quickly, mm-hmm. but every single person you work with knows what they won't accept. And if you're able to take it from that perspective, and you can work forward to what they are really looking for without them knowing, yeah, that's, that's probably the most gratifying it. thing. So,
0: Well, we've got a lot of events coming up here in the next few months to round out the year and getting starting for planning for 2019. It's crazy all the events that we're planning already
1: for Yeah.
0: The coming year but
1: it is but it's great yeah I mean that's what we hope for when we establish our businesses we we don't we hope, hope for, for short-term yeah. <laughs> success we we look for long-term relationships and being yeah. able to build collaborative um, events that we've been able to build I think gives us a lot to look forward to and it also is cool because some of these people become family too yeah they do so
0: yeah who knows I may adopt you Oh, you're older. Have Sorry, to adopt you have to an me. adoption process. But. <laughs> well, before we end, I'm sure you've seen it on past vodcast. We have our fun top ten. Sure. So I'm going to ask you these questions, Okay. and I want you to think of um, what what comes out of your mouth the first thing. Don't spend too much time thinking
1: about them. Okay. These are just some
0: fun get to know you. So deal. What's your favorite color? Black. Yeah, I can tell. What's your all-time favorite movie?
1: Who all time favorite movie? We were
0: just talking about the greatest showman. I
1: love that. Sh- that I do. That but movie. is that
0: your all time favorite movie? I don't know.
1: If you talk about the movie that I've watched the most, Tombstone is probably oh, my yeah. favorite movie. Yeah, I may have seen that one. Love that movie, Val Kilmer. Great. What movie. would
0: be the one song on the soundtrack of your life?
1: <sighs> That's tough. Um,
0: Why your? This is your. Area.
1: I love music. Yeah, but there's you can't like put someone's life into a synopsis of a three and a half minute song. Do you know what but... mine
0: was? It was shout.
1: <laughs> I could see that. I can see Sarah that. Sarah
0: Mogg's. Uh, I'm just helping you out here. Was sure. the I'm a bitch by what was her Meredith? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, Meredith yeah. Brooks. So you've got a that's, good one. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I that's hilarious. I, I I don't know that I do.
0: We'll I, let you pass on that. Okay. one. Okay. What's your favorite time of the year?
1: Who. My my favorite time of the year is, is summer. Like, I love summer.
0: Where is the favorite your favorite place that you've traveled?
1: Hmm. Favorite place that I've traveled? Jamaica, because it was recent and it's yeah. top of mind. But yeah, Jamaica was amazing.
0: Favorite aisle in the grocery store?
1: <laughs> favorite aisle. Oh, man. Much to my dismay, probably the meat aisle. Proteins. I love meat. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Nate, that's helping us produce this podcast. who's a vegan, but we like meat. If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Read people's minds.
0: Oh, that's a good one. What am I thinking now?
1: (laughs) Why don't you think of that?
0: If you could share a meal with one person, who would it be? Living or dead?
1: One person, living or dead. Probably Freddie Mercury, honestly.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What's your best piece of advice?
1: Best piece of advice? Follow your dreams, but don't lose your head where your heart is.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Thank you so much for no, being no here problem. today. Thank you. I'm excited to see what we dream up next.
1: Me too. Stay tuned.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Good Work, and a special thank you to our friend Chris Hintz of Pinnacle Productions for joining us. Tune in next week as we talk about the site of inspiration, Pinterest. Don't forget to subscribe to The Good Work on YouTube and iTunes and follow The Event Company on social media to stay up to date on the good work that we are part of each day.